1986, Nigos Babazoglu plays London for the very first time at the Astoria down the West End. The um, concert is organized by the legendary Brehandiri Music, which was in the heart of the community in Haringey, the famous music store right by the bridge opposite the former dog strike that had become Sainsbury's and McDonald's. <clears throat> I eventually lived above the shop in the early 90s. From about 84 when I moved back to London after five years at Colchester University, at Essex University in Colchester, I um, was uh, starting to DJ quite a lot and a lot of the stuff was fairly functional things, doing a lot of Greek weddings and stuff. So a lot of that work, I used to get it through Trehandiri, as well as all the music too, uh, because I was writing a, a music column in the Barigagi newspaper. And every week I used to get, originally it was actually three LPs a week <coughs> um, to review, which was wonderful. It's how, how I got my massive Greek collection, thanks to the, the good Greek music guru, Agis Batalis, may he rest in peace. He was a very dear friend. Agis and Lagis have always been supportive. And they told me one day in 86 that they were bringing Babazoglu. I was very excited because I'm a big fan. And I asked them if I could DJ at the event, which they um, consented to. So it was a really special night for me to be playing at this place in the West End with Nigos Babazoglu and live band. And um, it was the kind of concert that changed the course of Greek concerts in London. It, re it really revolutionized things in a very simple way. Um, first of all, the tickets were priced in a way that made them on par with most concerts in London at the time. So at the time you could go and see Stevie Wonder at Wembley for a tenner or something like that, basic ticket. Whereas if you wanted to see one of these Greek pop stars coming over, you'd pay something like £30, £50. And a lot of the, the concerts, if you want to call them that, were organised in such a way that they were, they were basically a dinner and dance with a three-course meal and everyone had to go there suited and booted and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't really rock and roll. So Agis and Lagis decided to do a concert where they would first of all put the tickets at a reasonable price and they would do it in a venue which was associated with mainstream music in the West End. And it was really funny being in the DJ box and watching the doors open as all these hordes of people came in from places like Southgate and Enfield and Harringay and Wood Green and everything. And obviously everybody was suited and booted and most of the men were totally shocked because they looked around this place and they were wondering where the tables and chairs were because there was no tables and chairs, right? It was being done as a proper concert. And so they started chasing after the, the promoter. Hey, Punicariklis, where's the chairs? Where's the food? Where's the, where's the tables, where's the food, where's this, where's that? And they just stood there and just shook their heads. <laughs> it was so funny to watch. It was a fantastic concert. It was the first concert in London in the community without tables and chairs. 
It was the first concert that was priced in such a way that didn't burn a big hole in your pocket. And it was the first concert by Nigos Pabazoglu, may he rest in peace, in London. That most of all was a night to remember simply because of that performance. More Trehandiri stories, I'm telling you, I've got a lot of these chuftes. <laughs>